Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. The, the information is phenomenal. Welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed because prayer warriors are needed. I just give God all the praise and the honor. And I just thank God for allowing us to see another day and, and another week. And God, we just give you all the praise. We thank you, God, for you being God. There is no other like you, God. We just give you all the praise and we just thank you, Heavenly Father, for all you've done, all you're going to do, God. I thank you, God, while the targeted individual uh, group think that they're a cursed group. God, I thank you for them. I thank you for the passion that you've put in them. I thank you, God, for the experience that you're using them for, and I know you have great works for them. God, my heart goes out and everything according to your will that their suffering will definitely end in due time. But let them line up with the assignment that you put them here on this earth for, Heavenly Father. Let them realize that they weren't put here to be a part of this world. They were put here to be separate from the world, to to do what you have them doing. And I thank you, God, even though I know they're suffering and I know many of them are going through, and I'm suffering myself, and I, I get sick and disgusted with this program. But, God, I know that you're faithful. And I know you have a reason for everything. And if it takes using a community of people, Heavenly Father, to, to get things done on this earth, and so let it be if that's your will. I know my research has shown that the only reason, because I had to look up why would a good God allow evil, and I learned that sometimes God will allow evil on behalf of humanity. And eugenics is such a deadly program that on behalf of humanity, I, I said some of us just had to suffer because this issue about disabling people's health, targeting one's life, not only their finances, their expertise, their reputation, their, but when you play with someone's health, you need to be put to the pit of hell. And this country is not doing anything. Doctors, researchers that kill and harm people and neighbors they use to, to use biometric uh, things to, to, to steal people's vein history and blood history and induce hospitalizations and electronic torture, things of this nature. There's no penalty on this earth, and that has to change. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing us the privilege to address these issues, God, and knowing that you are all sovereign, that you created each one of us in good health. So I come against that demon spirit of biometric, vain biometrics. I come against that demon spirit of electronic torture. I come against that demon spirit of targeting that vagus nerve trying to turn people's health upside down. I come against each and every bit of those things through the blood of Jesus Christ. I thank you, God, that you sacrificed your son on that cross. Yes. 
No, no, I need the light. I thank you, God, that you sacrificed your son on that cross, that we don't have to go through dark shadows and, and like I said before, cutting chicken heads and chicken feet to break this curse that these demons got because there's no other way they could have got this power, this magnitude of power to disable the legal system, the laws of this country, Heavenly Father, to progress, to escalate a eugenic agenda, a depopulation agenda, agenda to make innocent and healthy people sick. In the name of Jesus, I come against it. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus for every targeted individual that is out here praying and on the assignment you created them for, that they will not suffer, that they will no harm or come against us. I plead the blood of Jesus against any type of induced hospitalization, plot, plan, or manifestation. I plead the blood of Jesus of any eugenic formula, any eugenic programming coming against any of us, that we will be healthy, that we will maintain our legs, that we will maintain our knees, we will maintain our minds, we will be under the blood of Jesus Christ, we will be shielded, and that the Holy Spirit will lead and direct our path to find the appropriate remedy to resolve any plot of Satan in the name of Jesus. I come against every one of their plots to harm and hurt people. And I come against that spirit of ignorance where people willfully want to disregard and ignore. Are you talking about devils? Are you talking about all that negative stuff? Oh, Lord, please don't let them have to go through this and live through this to be like, what was that woman saying? when they're on their deathbed or in a hospital, because I've seen this too many times. So I come against the spirit of ignorance. I come against the spirit of la-la land, people just wanting to live in la-la land and acting like this stuff is not real until it impacts them and family members. I come against that spirit. I come against the secrecy code that comes with this program in the name of Jesus. I call exposure to every bit of eugenics, every bit of any type of research, experimentation, scientific obstructions, experimenting on babies, children, adults, I come against it in the name of Jesus, and I come against that secrecy curse that comes with the program. In the name of Jesus, I call exposure to every bit of this program, Heavenly Father. I call exposure to every bit of every laboratory creating viruses and deadly bacteria to hurt people. I come against, in the name of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus Christ, every doctor that facilitates and advance eugenic programming. I come against it in the name of Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus, and I pray, and I pray, mm -mm. For each and every person that was victimized in that hospital, I pray for my neighbor's husband that's in there that the blood of Jesus will cover him from head to toe. I pray for every person that was victimized through um, this leg disablement program, through electronic torture. And I, I actually got to use their passion to help so many people to unravel these crimes and to, to expose remedies that will bring us back to uh, bring us back to the health that you created us and God, I just praise your name. I give you all the glory, God. I thank you, God, for you being God. And I ask you, Heavenly Father, and I pray that you destroy this TI program, that you destroy the biometric vein program, that you destroy electronic torture. 
I ask that you, Heavenly Father, give, give us divine intervention that you direct our path. And I thank you, God, for each and every one that has participated in helping us at least be able to uh, um, stay out the hospital and stay away from the, these plots and plants. I thank you for TIs that are doing the research, God. I thank you for those that have the passions and commitments to God's work on this earth. I thank you, God, for my sister Camille. I thank you, God, for my sister Angelica, my sister Tammy, all the information that we've had. I thank you, God, for even my sister Nancy, who's not here, and I ask that you got her back home safe, Lord. God, I just thank you, and I praise you. My sister Jackie, Amy, Elizabeth, uh, Claire, those who have given up on you, God, may please send the Holy Spirit to guide them back to you, Lord. They, it's a very difficult situation when life seems so bliss and some people have turned against you, but I ask you, God, to send the Holy Spirit to bring them back in. Just provide a miracle in their lives where they can stand indisputably and say, oh, my God, only God could do that. I know that was God. If I never knew there was a God, I know there's a God now. I thank you, God, for the gift of longevity that you've given my mother. Oh, I thank you, God, for her from her head to toe. I thank you, God. God, open the windows of heaven that I can find her a safe place to get the teeth done, the mouth fixed. Until this program is regulated, until dentists are regulated, God, I'll just stand under your word and just say thank you for giving me her. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for her raising us up in, in the in the Word of God and letting us know you personally, God. God, I thank you for her, and I actually keep her shielding over her from head to toe. Watch over her. In the name of Jesus, I give you all the praise, God, and I thank you, God, for my sister Camille, who's been just through while I'm going through a very difficult time, God. I thank you for just letting her be there and, and very understanding. And, and I thank you, God, for just giving her the spirit of the Lord, just a willingness to continue to grow in God and to just always try to serve God. And I thank you for that. God, I give you the praise. God, I give you the glory. And I ask you, Lord, to lead this Bible study as we continue to study the gift of the Holy Spirit. Spirit, you know, the gifts of the um the fruits, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And we go into the faithfulness. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Dearly beloved Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this time of prayer. I thank you for Sister Miriam and her heart for you, Father, and her her strength in you, Father, and just her willingness, even with her legs and everything that the enemy is trying to come against her with, Father, that her faith in you is strong. Uh, it strengthens me, you know, especially when things, oh, Father, in terms of my flesh, it's like, it seems so overwhelming. But, Father, I'm grateful for the opportunity just to pray, just to have fellowship and to have a uh, fellowship in you. Your scriptures say when two or more are gathered in your name, there you are. So you are here amongst us. And for that, I am grateful, Father. We need you. We need you. We can't live without you, Father. We need you more than we need air, more than we need breath, Father. We need you in our lives. We need you in every 
Bulgarian African God. We need Jesus, Father, the, the Savior, Father, in our lives. And I pray that we submit our lives to and for Jesus, for you and your kingdom, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We need you, Holy Spirit, you know. Uh, we can't make wise decisions. We can't make wise moves without you. So I just continue to pray that uh, you know, we are open to receiving you, Holy Spirit, leading and guiding our lives. And I thank you so much. I thank you for all of the prayer warriors and, you know, uh, Miriam, of course, her leadership and her passion and, you know, her desire uh, to know and to grow in her relationship with you, but just in terms of, you know, the hardships that we endure and what she's going through. I thank you for her, her willingness to share it, too, because this is something that's opened my eyes, Father. And I just pray for us in terms of our health, Father. I plead supernatural provision and protection over us and supernatural blessing and favor surrounding us, Father, and that we are proactive in terms of doing our best to protect this temple that you have blessed us, Father. And uh, now in terms of the vagus nerve, Father, I pray to you for it. And uh, that you reveal to us um, what we can do, Father, what's within our grasp, what is within our means to do to make sure that we take care of it in every area and aspect of our bodies, Father, that we treat our bodies as your temple. And uh, I thank you so much for uh, Sister Miriam and uh, her passion and her love and just her willingness to share, Father. I'm just grateful beyond words. And more importantly, just her not understanding of the importance of prayer. And uh, I thank you for her mom who raised her that way and her children that way, Father. And I thank you for blessing her with longevity, Father. And just for her, I mean, it's so awesome to have a, a mom who is know, older and, you know, has lived a long time and is still around. What a blessing, Father. Um, and just even in terms of her praying with us, it's a blessing, Father. I pray for her. I pray for all of her nephews and her family and her bloodline, Father. I please the natural blessing and favor and supernatural provision and protection surrounding them, Father. I pray that they see you in the kingdom of heaven, Father. Because we need you, especially now. I mean, uh, this this we this is a full out satanic war that's going on in this world right now. Uh, there's no way we're going to make it without without you and your kingdom. So I just uh, just pray for her family, Father, and you know, just for being such a wonderful, righteous, and godly example for them. I thank you for her. I plead supernatural. Blessings and favor over Miriam and her family and supernatural provision and protection surrounding them that no harm comes to when they're near them. I pray for them being in optimal health. I think about the scripture in Psalm 107.20 that says, He sent his word and healed them. 
I pray that your word, your scriptures, heal them, Father, and they are made healthy and whole in Jesus' name. And, Father, I pray for Sister Ann, Father, who I know goes through extreme torment and torture in terms of what they're doing to her. I plead supernatural blessings and favors, supernatural provision and protection around Anne. I pray for the blood of Jesus to cover Anne and her family tree. Excuse me, her family line. Sorry about that. I plead blessings over her father. Just protect her. Put your arms around her father. Allow no harm to come to and her dear father. And, uh, you know, I just pray that she holds on to Jesus, to you and your kingdom, Father, and that she is an example for you in this earth, Father. And I thank you and for Nancy, Father. Yes, I pray that Nancy, uh, wherever she is, that she is safe, Father. I pray for her bloodline, her <coughs> her sons, <coughs> and her entire family, Father. I pray for her relationship with Jesus, with you and your kingdom, Father, and that she comes even closer in terms of relationship with you. And that, you know, please, supernatural blessings and favor for supernatural provision and protection surrounding her, Father, and that no harm comes to and near her, and that she continues to grow in terms of her life and her relationship with you. And I give you the honor and worship, the praise, and the glory. I tell you, what they're trying to do in terms of this eugenics program, Father, I curse it at her. I curse everything pertaining to this uh, targeted individual, eugenics program, gang stalking, slow uh, uh, death kill, whatever name they're giving it, Father. I curse everything from head to toe about this program at its root, and I command it to die now in Jesus' name. As Jesus command that fig tree that produced no, uh, no uh, fruit, I command this program to die. And I give you the honor to worship the praise and the glory. It's from the kingdom of Satan, from the devil, and not from you. So it must die. You can't live. And I give you the honor to worship the praise and the glory. And I plead supernatural blessing and favor, supernatural provision and protection around us and optimal health in our lives, Father. And I thank you for that, Father. I, I heard that the root income blacklisting and slander campaigns and <laughs> in terms of everything that the enemy is trying to come against us with. And I love what Miriam said in terms of all of the secrecy surrounding this program, Father. I pray, Father, and I curse at the root the secrecy surrounding this program. And I cry out to you and petition the high court of heaven that that which is in the dark regarding this eugenics uh, targeted individual gang stalking organized stalking program, I pray that it comes out from the darkness into the light, that it is exposed, and that justice comes to those who have suffered as a result of it, Father. Bring this program out from the darkness. Take away all of the secrecy, Father. I cry out to you that you remove the secrecy from this program and bring it into the light. Expose every area and aspect of this program, Father. I cry out to you for that. And that you bring those who are responsible 
responsible for it to justice. I curse it at its root, this program. It is from the kingdom of Satan, and it must die. And people's lives, Father, I continue to pray to you that as this program is exposed, uh, that we get justice and our lives are restored. And Jesus and you and your kingdom, Father. And I pray for each targeted individual, Father, that if we have... Um, I don't know, if we turned our backs on you or not acknowledge you, I pray that we understand that we need you. I thank you, Father. And I pray this all in Jesus' name as I say amen. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of background noise. I know, I know. Let me, let me, I think it's, um, <coughs> All right, hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was you, but it's not. Let me accept you. It has to be. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let me, I got to come back in talk to you. Give me a second. Give me a second, my boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hear all that. Wow. Let's see. Trying to open this room. I have to open up a new room. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put you on mute for a second, okay? Hold on, please. Okay. Which, which? Oh, that was definitely Ann's phone. Yeah, that was Ann's phone. Wow. Yeah, Ann, your phone was, I mean, it was not muted. Ann, do you want to pray? One minute, Mama. Let me unmute this. Ann, do you want to pray? Ann? Okay, let me just mute that. All right, Mommy wants to pray, so I'm going to let Mom pray. Here we go. Hey, Mama. Here you go, baby. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. I don't know if before me, but I'm thank you. Huh? A little louder. Oh. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day that you have given us. We want you to continue blessing Miriam, me, my, all Camille. our... Eh? Camille, the lady on the line. Camille. Camille. And... And... Camille. Camille? Yes. There's just another lady on the line. Go ahead. Right. Hello, EJ. Hi, those are all my family, all our friends. In Jesus' name, I ask the Lord to bless us, teach us, guide us, help us to read the Bible, to know more about the Word of God. We glorify you today for another day that you've given us, and we just thank you, and we want you to continue to bless us individually and collectively. 
day and night, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. Bless my brother Luther, Harry, and mom, all my family, Lord. All my, all our friends. Bless Trini, bless her children, in Jesus' name. We thank you, we glorify you. Miss Miriam, continue to guide her, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for how you bless us individually and collectively. We thank you, we praise you. We glorify your name. Bless Trini, bless all of her family, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. That's all I'm saying. It's the king. It's amen. The all the family. It's the wind daughter. And then they were the father from the Holy Ghost. We thank you for sparing us and giving us time to pray that we can continue to glorify your name. Bless Mary and continue to bless the Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Amanda, Henry, Jay, all of us, Lord, bless us individually and collectively. In Jesus' name, all our friends, Trini, our children, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, thank you for giving us a voice that we can praise your name and glorify you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 Okay. We can. Amen. Yes. Thank okay. you. Bless all the little children, all parents, Lord. Bless them. Guide them. Guide them in the name of Jesus. Teach them, Lord. Teach them your way. That will be done in all our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, darling. Oh, boy, I tell you. My computer, um, I'm looking for the the charger because it's uh, it's on 19%. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it should not be on nineteen percent, you know. Um, no, I mean the uh, I'm supposed to have the charger, and I I never you know I, I keep the charger in the in the suitcase with uh I keep the charger in the suitcase with the um not the suitcase but the briefcase with the uh I don't know where this thing is with the um with the computer, and I don't want to be reading. And the thing turns off, so I've been, while we were praying, could you, um, Camille, you want to, can you, you read, you want to read any scripture while I just look real quick? I got, because I don't, I, I, I don't want to lose the program. And, um, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah I need, I, I need this charger. Yeah, well, obviously, or you're not, you're going to be dropped from the, Call. It sounds like pretty soon. No, no, no. Um, it's the the computer, not the phone. Oh, the computer. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I, I mean, this this is a new one because this never happened. You know. I mean, I I I know where I put my charger. 
Mm-hmm. For the most part. And all of a sudden, you know, I don't know where it is tonight. Yeah, I'm looking, mommy. I'm looking. You want to um, read a little scripture while I just... Uh, yeah. What I'm going to do is I'll just read, you know, because I like this scripture anyway. I'm going to read Psalm 37. Oh, great. Okay. I yeah. love that. Okay. Uh, Psalm 37, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. But like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward sign like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. But the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed. They will go up in smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. For those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young, and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be blessed. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. Wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. The offspring of the wicked will perish. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouths of the righteous utter wisdom, 
and their tongues speak what is just. The law of their God is in their hearts. Their feet do not slip. The wicked lie and wait for the righteous, intent on putting them to death. But the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked or let them be condemned when brought to trial. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a luxuriant native tree, but he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless, observe the upright, a future awaits those who seek peace, but all sinners will be destroyed. There will be no future for the wicked. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. That that just hit. I just thank you. That And I found the uh, charger, so thank you okay. so much. You're welcome. And that that scripture says it all. It says, I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread, and I stand on God's word. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. And these programs are are going to go right back to the pit of hell they came from, and not one of them will have any impact on praying people. That's all I can say. That's right. In the name of Jesus. I bind up that spirit of torture. What they put me through, I'll say, you a liar from the pit of hell. I will never, ever go out without my entire documentary, my story being told, so it can help the next person. Vain biometrics is being used to kill innocent people, and I am there's an attempt on me. And I was not born with no leg problem. I'm not going to have no vein problem because now vein biometrics is authorized and unregulated, and that's why they have these vein clinics. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. I will spend every bit, every day of my life writing from the governor's office straight to the president's office to the CDC. You will not inflict me, induce me in nobody's hospital in the name of Jesus. I know. These people are sick. They are sick. And I'm going to get my legs back. Have me walking up the steps one step at a time. And none of it is natural. I I said, this just don't feel natural. Mm -hmm. They're literally, and I knew it. I said, they're doing something to my veins. I just thank Mm -hmm. God. When I saw the biometrics, I said, okay, they they just authorized vein biometrics, and now now they have a whole vascular, vascular vein biometrics. So if your legs are going out on you, you better do all the research possible on vascular vascular uh, vein biometrics. Those are the key words. And these these are what they have is agencies and hospitals that get funding. So they, they, they scan you first, and they torture you. They get you in there, and then that hospital will get the funding. Many of them are not aware of the outsiders, the part of the demon with the program. Like I believe it's on, on top of me, some Chinese people that are, are using this because it's, it's one of them is a major Chinese corporation. Um, whoever they use, whoever. 
the bottom line is that camera needs to be taken off this earth, okay? And then and I have the section of the person who created the camera, and it's a cheap camera, so they can get your, your vein um, scanning easily. And uh, what they do, um, I know what the part of the induced poverty is to have people needing uh, government programs. So many of those programs tell you you have to give us your um, index finger, your hand, whatever. And that's another way that they're getting your veins, basically. They're, what they're doing is taking that picture and then um, scanning your veins. And that's mm. how they, they can find each vein to torment you, to torture you, until you go to the doctor and end up in the hospital. Right. Right, right. Right. Well, you know, you talk about biometrics, which again, it, I go back to what I was saying earlier. They're doing vein biometrics on you, but biometrics is increasingly becoming a way of life in terms of identifying people. I mean, they they're talking about biometrics when people walk in the store and how they scanning and looking for people. I mean, I don't know. It's just the way they're talking about it, it's, mm-hmm. it's as though it's some sort of a surveillance tool or a way of well, identifying they're, they're people. It, they, well, they, it's an invasion of privacy. Okay. It is you don't, invasion. Your, your veins is your business. Nobody has the right to take a picture and then then don't know what's going to happen to the picture or leave the door open for your veins to be given to the devil, the Satanist who created the cameras, okay, for these people to torture you because Mm -hmm. they have a whole vascular biometric. What what is a vascular biometric uh, um, vein program anyway? That program is the second part after they get you in there, then how they're going to either kill you under a heart attack, heart disease, or just torment and torture you like they're doing my neighbor's husband right now with this stuff. Now they told me, you know, I mean, it came in there as a phenomenon. Nobody knows what happened to his legs. Girl, please. I mean, right. this is just, that's how they got my sister as a phenomenon. Wow. <laughs> like Frankenstein, just like they did the Tuskegee men, just right. like they did the Guatemala people. Mm-hmm. You know what? Now that you're talking about that, it, uh, it's kind of a making me think. That's probably what this whole could see. The way they are introducing biometrics into the society is uh-huh. a way of identification. It's an easy way of scanning a person for identification. And um, identification is the excuse, but it really is right. To get your medical saying. information, your the chemistry uh-huh. in your body. So, to, so right. when they want to induce sickness on you, they have uh-huh. the exact vein. They know that vagus nerve where it's at. They, I mean, it's sex. It's eugenics. Right. Nobody right. else plans ways to get people's medical information, but a right. eugenicist. Right. Well, you know what the thing is. That's what I was going to say. I said um, that they're they're putting it out there as uh, an easy way of identifying uh, who you are. I mean, because, again, as I stated, uh, they're using, or what they're stating is that they're using those biometrics. So, you know, for instance, instead of showing an ID card, all they have to do is scan your iris or scan other parts of your body and, oh, 
that iris will identify you as your name or whatever, and it'll let you in. You know, it's almost as though, okay, you're, you're who you say you are. The door's open, and it lets you in. But as you just stated, and so it's, that's what they're trying to tell you it is. But what it really is is a way where they can now easily kill off the masses of the population Mm-hmm. as they've stated in that document, that they want to kill off the majority of the people. And disable, and disable, right. basically enslave, disable right. and enslave. Right. Correct, correct. So that that's what's going on with the biometrics. But they're, they're uh, obviously they're spinning it in a positive light, that, you know, this will make things more seamless and easier in society and blah, blah, blah. You know how they do, you know. But what it's really doing, it's it's surveilling you, and it's invading your privacy. And let me tell you, I looked up, sorry for interjection. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you're fine. No, I'm finished. Okay. Well, I looked up under vein biometrics, I looked at biometric tenants. So I said, well, what are tenants? What are biometric tenants? T-E-N-E-T-S. I said, let me look up tenants. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the Satanism, religious beliefs. What are biometric religious beliefs? It is satanic religious beliefs inflicted on we the people again. Mm-hmm. Biometric tenets is a tenets is a word for religious beliefs. I mean, how do you how do you even put these two things together? Biometric mm-hmm. religion mm-hmm. beliefs. So now, so now, biometrics is a is a religion. Well, no, under the, under the article, under vein biometrics, they had a section called biometric tenants. So I said, let me, what is tenants? I said, let me look up biometric tenants. And it was biometric tenants means religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. So it says under this, the indiscriminate and inappropriate application of biometric technologies will enslave us all. Mm-hmm. That's then what it, it says. Bio- yeah, yeah, under the bio, look under that first article, the link I gave you, mm-hmm. under biometric tenants. The first thing it says mm-hmm. is the, the indiscriminate and inappropriate application of biometric technologies will enslave us all. That's mm-hmm. a double negative sentence. I mean, it's telling you that the wrong use of this will enslave us all. So this is how mm-hmm. they operate. They tell people what they do. So they're telling mm-hmm. you here. The mm-hmm. indescri- if this is an article describing, not if, this is an article describing biometrics, why in the world are you, you know, telling people the indiscriminate and inappropriate application of biometric technologies will enslave us all? That's one. Then the last thing it says under that section under biometric tenants, biometric technology should not be used as tools to manage, control, marginalize or segregate groups of or minorities within the population. That's all the story right there. That is the exact intent of biometrics. Mm-hmm. Because who, why would you put, that's exactly why Myra's not here. They killed my sister with this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you write this biometric technologies and you're going to put should not be used? It is being used as tools to manage control, marginalize, or segregate groups or minorities within the population. Uh They tell people what this thing is for. 
This is uh-huh. biometric. Vein biometrics is nothing clean. It is uh-huh. deliberately done to control, marginalize, oppress, disable, segregate groups or minorities within the population. That's exactly uh-huh. what it's created for. It sounds mm-hmm. like it's not just vein biometrics, any biometrics that they're using. Well, the belief behind it, the belief behind it, this is the purpose. It's, it's a criminal, um, it's covert, it's, it's just like everything in the TI program. It's nothing mm-hmm. but a covert criminal program to kill people. Mm-hmm. Under yeah, the disguise of technology, you know, for your private, for, to advance security. No, this doesn't advance security. This has created a gateway for the manifestation of vein clinics in every minority, particularly minority areas, pop, popular, any, any area with large percentages of uh, not just minority, all people, any, any um, low-income population, because this mm-hmm. is who they're doing. And anyone that's aware, competent, that's who's getting targeted. And if you're mm-hmm. a whistleblower, that's who's getting targeted. And, and that means black, white, Spanish, purple, but it's, it, it, I mean, the, the article addresses minorities and groups and um, mm-hmm. in the enslavement process. But yeah. that, in, and I know in New York, I said, wow, I've never seen vein clinics before. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. not just like the, the emergency, um, these medical urgent care centers. I was like, wow, there's something new. All of a sudden, we, we need urgent care. Since, we, 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 since there's um, man-made disasters, more funding to man-made disasters, now we need urgent care. Mm-hmm. Urgent yeah. care everywhere, particularly in cities or high minority areas. Uh-huh. Urgent care centers, but just as well as urgent cares, you have the vein centers. I know in, in Astoria, all of a sudden I see vein centers. Why in history we never had a vein epidemic, and now because you come up with vein biometrics, people, as, as a phenomenon, their legs are just conking out? My sister was killed with this. My girlfriend's husband's in the hospital right now with the leg vein thing. It's, it's uh-huh. all from the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. And my my other my neighbor, she died and and, they, they, and left three children behind. Could not explain. Never had a leg problem in her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, this is real. Oh yeah, no, I I know it is real. I, I knew, I, I, I knew yeah. with my legs. I said, no, that's insane. You can't. You ain't doing this to me, honey. Mm-hmm. I'll be on the newspaper and the TV with biometrics before this. Before I sit down, and let you take me out under the leg disablement disguise. That ain't mm-hmm. happening here. God gave me these legs, and I'm gonna use these legs according to God's will. You will not be taking me out under vascular biometric fraud. Uh huh. I hear you. Girl, this is sick, man. Mhm. Let me see. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Let me go back to the faithfulness, the fruit of the spirit. Let me get prayed mm. up because this 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 is how can any American person just sit down and eat? And it's so sad. Until this happens to them, they you know. But I urge anybody listening to me to get on. You better get on this internet and do your research and contact your congressman and start questioning. What, why am I having a vein problem and I never had a vein problem? What is this biometrics vein thing? Why are you scanning my veins? Why? Why? 
Never had all of a sudden your legs, all the people in one neighborhood, legs are disabled. Are you joking? All right. Faithfulness, fruit of the spirit, Bible verse. In the times we live, with half of all marriages still ending up in divorce and with many people getting backstabbed in the workplaces with people they thought could in, they could initially trust, this particular quality is one that is really needed in our day and age, and that faithfulness we're talking about. Faithfulness, fruit of the spirit. This quality is not only needed in our own personal relationship with God, but it is also needed in our own personal relationships with our friends and our families. Once you are saved and have entered into a true personal relationship with God, one of the first things you will really have to grab a hold of is holding fast to the Lord and staying faithful to him for the rest of your eternal life. Once you are saved and have entered into a true personal relationship with the Lord, there is no turning back ever. This is what got the Jewish people in major trouble with God, the Father. Back in the Old Testament, they could not stay faithful and loyal to him on a consistent and regular basis. There were times that God the Father was literally calling them harlots and adulterers because they would not stay faithful to him, especially when they kept chasing after other gods. God the Father really holds this particular quality in high esteem, and this is one quality that he will really expect you to operate very strongly in, not only in your own personal relationship with him, but also in your other personal relationships with your family and friends. In other words, he wants you to be faithful and loyal to your spouses, to your children, to your parents, and to your good friends. Too many people are bailing out from their spouses and their children and if they hit a few minor speed bumps in their marriages. Too many spouses are having affairs behind their spouse's back, thereby destroying all of the trust and faithfulness that they have been built up that they have built up in the early years of their marriages. Too many fathers are bailing out of their marriages and then forgetting and forsaking their own children and sometimes for good, never wanting to see any of them ever again. If God brings you a wonderful mate, wonderful children, and good and wonderful friends, then he will expect you to stay loyal and faithful to all of them in your own personal relationships with them. A true friend will stay by your side for life, through thick and thin, and for better, for worse. Just as God will stay faithful to you in his own personal relationship with you, he will expect you to stay loyal and faithful in your own personal relationships with the other people in your life. Now here or what some of the different Bible dictionaries and commentaries have to say about faithfulness, this quality. Fidelity, which makes one true to his promise and faithful to his task. Faithfulness is steadfast, dedicated, dependable, and worthy of trust. Steadfast, unchanging, and thoroughly grounded in relation to the other. Dependability, loyalty, and stability. With the self-centered and materialistic world in which we now live, where many people 
their only goals and ambitions are to get as much as they can out of this life while they still can. I'm afraid this is one quality that is in very short supply. Most people are lucky if they manage to make two or three good, loyal, and faithful friends in this lifetime. This is one quality that God the Father is really watching all of us on. He is watching who is going to stay true, loyal, and faithful to him, and who will stay true, loyal, and faithful to the friends and family that are brought into our lives. The flesh is strong, especially in the area of wanting to satisfy its lusts for the material things of this life. This is why this quality is one of the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. We all need the faithfulness of the Holy Spirit worked into us to help us keep loyal to God, family, and friends. Here is a listing of the nine fruits of the Spirit and the link to each one. Remember, we did love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, and now we did faithfulness today. I don't remember doing goodness Let's see, I know kindness was, um, I'm going to do goodness, let's say. You see here, we're doing the fruits of the spirit, goodness. The Bible says that it is the goodness of God that will lead sinners to repentance and salvation. No, I didn't do this. The quality of goodness is another real powerful quality to have operating through you. This particular quality has a real drawing power to it. Not only does the goodness of God draw people direct to him, but this fruit of goodness operating in a believer can also draw people direct to God through the actual believer. Spirit-filled saints who are walking with many of these fruits operating through them are like a magnet. Many people who have been saved through an individual believer say what drew them in was the love and goodness they saw shining through that believer. Jesus says that we are to carry his light and let the light shine before men and not attempt to hide it. Part of his light are the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit shining through an anointed believer. Non-believers are really drawn to someone who has some degree of these nine fruits manifesting through their personalities. However, there's something extra special about the quality of goodness. Many Christians can effectively witness to others by just living right and being a good example and role model for others to follow. Many non-believers carefully watch and study some Christians because they know there's something really different about them. One of the key qualities of a non-believer will be, will pick up on in a solid Christian is this quality of goodness. This quality has an ability to really get down. There is something extra. One of the qualities, this quality has an ability to really get down deep into the core of a believer's personality. To those who really have this quality, you can tell that it is something operating deep down inside of them. This quality is not something that wavers like some of the other qualities can do. These people are good down to their very cores of their personalities. You can see it and feel it when you get around these types of people. As a result of seeing this godlike goodness deeply ingrained into their personalities, there's an immediate drawing towards them. 
you feel totally safe being around them because you know you can totally trust them and you know they would never deliberately hurt you. Children are quick to sense and pick up on this quality in people who really have it. These types of Christians draw children and adults to them like the magnets. This is why this particular fruit and quality is so important for each Christian to have, because with it, you can easily draw many more people to God. If the goodness of God will lead people to repentance and salvation with him, then the goodness of God operating through an anointed believer will have the ability to draw non-believers into salvation. And the goodness of God can be transmitted and worked up into your personality through the power of the Holy Spirit. You can have the actual goodness of God shining through you to reach others. If you're willing to work with the Holy Spirit, in this sanctification process. Now, here are some of the different definitions of what this quality is all about. Goodness reflects beneficence, ready to do good, love in action, kindness in actual manifestation, virtue equipped for action, a bountiful excuse me, a bountiful propensity both to will and to do what is good, intrinsic goodness producing a generosity in a godlike state or being. The word beneficence means the fact or quality of being kind or doing good. This particular quality is very powerful fruit to have operating in your personality because of the drawing power it has in it. And the beautiful part about goodness is that this fruit is that this quality is so pure in its goodness. It does not have any manipulative qualities within it. In other words, a truly good person could not even begin to try and use you or manipulate you for their own personal gain because they are too good and righteous to even begin to think along those lines. This is why these kinds of people are so trustworthy and why so many are drawn to them because you feel so safe just by being around them. And that is the goodness. Okay. All right. All right, we're going to stop there because it is late. We did more of um, information. Um a night tonight, I would say, and I, I thank God for the information. I thank God for the fruits of the Spirit. Remember, the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Wow, T.I.s. Now, don't confuse. Long-suffering means you, you're going through a trial. God is testing you. That means the test will end. And your, our job is to pass the test. You know, long-suffering does not mean these people put you in a vein program and you end up in the hospital and they cutting you up and putting chips in you. No, that's not long-suffering. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, long-suffering is listening to that holy voice, getting yourself involved in these communities, start looking up targeted individuals, understand that you are, you are everyone basically is a targeted individual in some type of capacity and work together to help even, you know, your family members. All of a sudden, they're coming home to her doctor said, I got blood clots. Doctor said, I got circulatory problems. All of a sudden, they can't walk. Mm-mm. And they got 10, 10 vein clinics created in your neighborhood. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They're getting ready to experiment. Mm-mm. The devil is a lot. 
They're getting ready to experiment and or, and kill your loved one, and you need to do something. You need to get some letters done, mm-hmm. and we need to, we need an anti eugenics movement mm-hmm. because this, this is real. Go ahead. Because yeah, I was just thinking, it sounds like they're they're really like you said in terms of targeted individual. It looks like they're 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 looking to roll this thing out statewide. Oh yeah, countrywide. Oh. Yeah, like the. I mean, what's going on with us, you know, again, we were just testing in the breeding ground here. Exactly. Uh, but they're just looking to now take this around the country and perhaps around the world. Exactly. Exactly. And oh, take out. Right. Take out. This is how they stay. This is how they, the ignorance told them they can stay in power. Get rid uh-huh. of intelligent people, competent people, whistleblowers. Uh-huh. <laughs> neutralize them, get them in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And this is only one of their programs. Remember, we know the rest. They have the accident program. They have induced accidents. They pay people to do that. Mm-hmm. Their the whole objective gets you in that medical system so they could just, like, you know, finish you off or silence you, neutralize you is the word. Right, right, right. And this is just another neutralization program which they do assassinate, and my sister was taken out under this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We got my father with the toxic respiratory machine. Uh-huh. He was very, he was a New York City health inspector, very, you know, intelligent, a very outspoken, you know, human rights advocate, and basically a nutritionist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he, wow. he, they sent him a machine, um, the, um, those respiratory, and he never smoked a day in his life. What was he doing uh-huh. on the respiratory machine? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They, they, they. Wow. Well, I mean, it, it's. I, I remember hearing something not too long ago that there are more diseases that have been created than ever before. Like way back when, like I would say, probably during your mother's time, mm-hmm. uh, there weren't nearly as many diseases as have been created today. Now you got this disease and that disease that never was way back when, you know. And why? Because they've created the diseases, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and they've created the symptoms. So, you know, what, like you said, you go into the hospital, get a pill or whatever it is they have designed for you to kill you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, this is all just like one big are used to term conspiracy to basically exterminate people. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, even your the definition you read on biometrics tells you that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's just wow. It's, it's insanity, and it needs to be stopped. It, it does need to be, to be stopped. stopped. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. And the mm-hmm. only way I could see it being stopped is through the development of an anti-eugenics movement. There has mm-hmm. got to be an, mm-hmm. an, you know, an anti-eugenics movement, a movement where um, people come together through the legislative, the all branches, three branches of government. You have to get mm-hmm. now. We have to get laws in place to start penalizing, arresting, um, you know, enforcing the death penalty on researchers and doctors who literally, you know, kill people through the medical establishment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. 
you know, mm-hmm. and who we, you know, we have to we have to get a private investigator in those hospitals to start de unraveling the codes that these people once they get you in there. Let's say their vein problem work with me. Let's say just hypothetically, which it will not work, but they get me in there. Believe me, there's a code in that record for me because mm-hmm. that's where the grant money went to. That's going to get this. So either they're going to kill me for the organs. Or they're going to, you know, and before they do that, they, you know, come up with surgery and you have cancer and do 10 mm-hmm. surgeries and then, then take your organs. I mean, it's sick. It is sick. Yeah. It's really, it has, really sick. Yeah. It has to be unraveled. Every code they're using to put people in these programs, everything mm-hmm. has to be unraveled. Every laboratory creating viruses, mm-hmm. that's what the anti-eugenics movement would do shut down those laboratories that are creating deadly viruses, Ebola, cancer, um, and, re- and, and, and rearrange that to make laboratories create healthy things that p- produce um, life, facilitate mm-hmm. reproduction, contra- everything reversed to what's going down now. Laboratories mm-hmm. must, uh, pr- you know, produce life, not produce life, um, uh, you know, um, advance life, Advanced reproduction, you know, mm-hmm. instead of abortion clinics, you get you get clinics that advance reproduction that help people mm-hmm. have children. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a reversal of Satanism. Well, they've already basically written documents stating that they don't want that, that they want the vast majority of people to be killed. But you know what the fact is? At the end of the day, it's not up to them in terms of what they want. Father, uh, I know you you want us to live and not die. So I just cry out to you that all of these eugenics programs and eugenics ideas, Father, that they be maimed and killed and destroyed and that we will live in that day. And I give you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory. Right. We will live and not die. That's it. Well, no, no, we will eventually die. We will live and not die um, according to the eugenic agenda. I, I'm ready to die when God says it's my time. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I know I, what you I, mean. Yeah. Right. I, I just don't. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not going out under eugenics. No, I don't right. like pray that thing. Uh-uh. All right. All right. I definitely will not go out under sickness of any kind whether they call it eugenics or histamine or whatever the condition is, you know, however the Satanists would want me to go out. I'm not exactly. going out like that. So, exactly. yeah, I agree with you on that. Right. And, uh, yeah, looks like someone's doing something. And I think, what does they call it, trans whatever. They're doing something where they're shaking my floor here. And they're causing kind of like a, a shaking here. I don't know what it is. They're using some sort of equipment. Mm. Yeah. It's basically Satan vibrating the floor. Mm. And, I mean, they're doing this all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I rebuke that spirit. I curse it at his feet. And I command it to die. It will not if it will die. It must die. It has to die. And all of these demonic spirits that are coming against me, they must die, Father, in the name of Jesus. I command them to die now. 
Satan, you will have no power or no authority in any area or aspect of my life. And if it's not this, they're, they're running 24-7. They have these, these uh, electromagnetic assaults, what we call the tinnitus and all that stuff, all that tinnitus-inducing thing that's going on 24-7. Or what they do is, you know, I mean, they, they're constantly trying to do something. They have uh, someone, like, they, they send prank phone calls to my phone. You know, they're they're doing all kinds of things. The devil, you are a liar. You are defeated and exposed. You are cursed at the root. You die now in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree with you. You know, all this agenda to to basically kill off people. So we will die, yeah. You know, and it's interesting you mentioned that, and I'm glad you said that, too, because well, all the stuff that they're doing, I mean, gosh, I need to send you this link, too. Uh, what they are trying to do, they're trying to play God, basically. And, um, you know, they're trying to uh, have, like, a certain whatever their technology is, that's going to, quote-unquote, make man live forever. Mm-hmm. Which, that's what lasts on the state of hell. Because, as you say, the scriptures say, it is appointed uh, for man once to die and then face the judgment. So there is no living forever. Or maybe there may be a living forever, but, you know, uh, when our physical bodies go, where we live for eternity will determine will be determined by how we live here on the earth and for whom, you know. So we will ultimately live forever somewhere. You know, but it is appointed unto us once to die and face the judgment, absolutely. You're coming in a little blurred. Okay. It it is appointed unto man once to die and then face the judgment. Mm -hmm. That is correct, yeah. I agree with that. Anyway. Now, before we um go, could you just share, because I know people are going to be listening, you learned so much about the vagus nerve. I know some other, other TI is going through it. Could you just tell me the, the most important things that you feel that vagus, why it's so important that targeted individuals uh, maintain, you know, the, uh, their vagus nerve? Be- well, let me just in- say, the eugenicists are targeting the vagus nerve for eugenics purposes. That means induced seizures, disorientation, incontinence. What else? What else? What else? Because my well, irritable, bowel, irritable bowel disorder. Um, I think I, I mean I saw, saw something that said insomnia. Um, it does interfere with the brain. Uh, just being able to really function. It, it, it interferes in terms of it produces histamines in the body, which means that uh, it, it, what that does is it introduces, you know, I, I think the stomach is hard for it to produce gastric acids or something like that to really be able to break down and process your food. Um, mm. Yeah. 
So you have that and histamine levels uh, increase when that vagus nerve is, um, you know, not functioning properly. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things. You know, I, I can't even think of it right now, but, you know, it's a major nerve <coughs> in the body. And coughing, yeah, they also said something about that, you know, that in terms of coughing. It, they talked about the actual quality of your voice uh, is very weak when the vagus nerve is, um, you know, not functioning properly. So it controls a lot of things. I think, uh, and I, this relates to the stomach again, the glutathione is not properly functioning. Mm. And, uh, the vagus nerve is not functioning properly. So, you know, it controls a lot of things uh, in terms of your body being able to function properly. And also this tinnitus. Uh, you know, they said when the vagus nerve is functioning properly, you know, is it, there's no tinnitus, meaning this what I call sound of song, um, but it's actually, um, you know, I think there's something in the brain that maybe the brain is somehow sensing that it's hearing something, but it's more of a brain issue. So um, it's very important for not only TIs, but for all of us that we understand what this is and what we can do to uh, treat it. Make sure we're taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and mm-hmm. no, I'm finished. Okay, I was looking at thirty ways, thirty-two ways to stimulate the vagus nerve. I'm just going to go through a few. Okay. Positive social relationships. Breathe deeply and slowly. Laughter. Prayer. Wonder what's P E M F. I'll look at that after. Breathing exercises, probiotics, exercise, massages, fasting, yay. Sleep or lay on your right side. You know I always do. Gargling, uh oxytocin, zinc, uh coffee enemas. Wow. Coughing or tensing the stomach muscles. Um, let's see. Oh, wow. This It says others. What's in an MSG? What? How does the vagus, vagus, nerve, vagus nerve malfunction? So your vagus nerve system can be messed up in three ways. Communication to the brain from an organ via glutamate. Communication within the brain, such as from the NTS or the DMV, or communication from the brain to other areas of the body, like your heart, liver, or gut. Wow, the vagus nerve and circadian rhythm. Right, there was a new rhythm the, they were putting in my, my heart BD. I was like, what is this? Let's see, signals from the circadian, what is it, circadian control center are often transmitted by the vagus nerve. 
For example, mucin production by your gut and lungs has a rhythm that's controlled from your um, from the SEN nerve. Oh boy, I lost it. What happened to it? Vagus nerve terms. I'm just reading with it. All right, that's controlled by. If your circadian rhythm is broken, your vagus nerve will be broken to some degree. Oh, so that's how they that's how they get your heart to like jump. I never had this 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 jump in my heart. They mess with the uh, vagus nerve. If that yeah, they they it's broken. Wow. Your vagus nerve will be broken to some extent. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, they do a whole lot of stuff, don't they? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, this is one of their this is one of their great manipulators. This nerve, so it's so yes. good to know. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. I agree. Oh boy. You sound exhausted. Let me let you go. Yeah, I'm just a little bit tired, but uh, I'm glad we got together and we met, you know. Yes, I'm so glad. Yeah, and I I appreciate the prayer and everything, yes. Absolutely, yeah. Is Angela on the line? Yes, it says she is, but, you know. Yeah. Let me, I had um, muted her line because it was so much noise. Let me go and just see. um. And darling, I'd like you to close this out. Um, hold on, I'm coming to unmute. Yeah, oh, I was coming back there. Did she hang up? Wait a minute, is she still there? Let's see. <laughs> Yes, he's still there. <laughs> Anne? Anne, darling, Anne. Anne? Anne? Yes? You, can, you, can you close this out in prayer? Anne, back up, back up your fan. Back up your fan. I want you to close this in prayer. You got a lot of background noise. Just back up the fan a little bit, honey. Okay. All right. You want me to close? Yeah. But you have a lot of of background noise. Yeah. Okay. Are you away from the fan? It sounds like the fan is still closed. Yeah, I pushed it away. Can you just turn it off for for the, the few minutes that you pray? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot but it's still a lot of noise. We may not, you know, it's not. I'm taping. Oh, that's much better, darling. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Okay. 
Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray, Father, for you, allowing us to get together this week, Father. And thank you so much, Father, for my prayer warriors. And continue to bless us, Father, as we go on and forge ahead each and every day of our lives, Father. And let's go ahead with our kindness, Father. In Jesus Christ's name, forever and ever. Amen. 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 Thank you, darling. Thank you. Okay. Amen. May you you all have a blessed week. May each and every listener, downloaded participant, be blessed and highly favored by the Most High God. May God bless you. May all the windows of heaven open up. Everything you work for, everything uh, you need, you know, may it come open. May you be just be blessed and highly favored from the Most High God. So with that being said, God bless you guys. Oh, I hope I- Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.